Hello folks, you're listening to episode 21 of your favourite sports betting podcast, Amongst Game. And here are your hosts, Smeg and Ronnie. That's right, the man, the myth, the legend is back. Ronnie is back to cover the European Championships with us. Um, it's been quite a while, but we're delighted to have him back because at the end of the day, this is a, this project, this, this uh, podcast is a project that myself and Ronnie... Um, Spawn, it spawned out of a stag that we were at a few years ago, I think it was uh, early 2018 and we went from strength to strength uh, since then, but it's just great to have you back, Ronnie, uh, how, how have you been? Yeah, not too bad, uh, looking forward to the Euros now, you've kept the flag flying for the podcast in the last few months with um, some ones on the, on the Grand Slams and the tennis, so we're halfway through the French Open now, how's it going? Yeah, going very well actually so far, obviously um, the, we had some very good uh, wins in the match betting um, Gracheva and Sharma and I think Fusevic minus a 6.5 with some of the bigger bets uh, that came in and a few uh, you know a few disappointments there uh, Corda didn't back up his his he was looking great in the the pre-tournament um in I think it was Parma um he won that tournament and then he just didn't back back up that win and uh, maybe sometimes young players can have letdowns after winning tour- their first their first tournaments uh, didn't back up the win against Martinez and of course uh, we made him I think it, our streak of parlay wins at the first round of slams is over as well because um Rublev let us down he lost to Struff I would think that was a mistake on my part Struff is a dangerous opponent opponent and maybe and his his best surface isn't the clay but um Look, I, I probably shouldn't have underestimated him. But overall, very good. And I have to say, the corner betting is going very well at the yeah. moment. Uh, City Pass is, 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 is flying flying through the draw. He was the kind of the big bet at evens uh, in the men's. And then most of my other bets were in the women's. We have Kennan in the fourth round of 40-1. to one. Once, she's, once she goes deep into a slam, she becomes very dangerous, as we saw last year when she got to the final of the French. Uh, then we have, of course, Rai Bikina at 33-1. to one. Uh, She's playing Serena next. Serena's actually surprisingly playing some very good stuff on the play. But um, look, it's, it's a good chance there. Um, the best chance is actually Stevens and Krejcikova because we have Stevens at 80-1 to one and Krejcikova at 100-1 to, to win that quarter. Um, and and I think it's quarter three. Um, if I'm if I'm not, uh, yeah, if I'm right, quarter three at and that or no quarter one. Sorry, quarter one there. Yeah. And uh, they both one of them is going to be in the quarterfinals. So like uh, and against a very you know worst case scenario, Coco Goff. So it'll be a very coverable price. And finally, uh, Van der Twelve at sixty six to one is flying the flag for us in the fourth uh, in the fourth quarter. A little bit annoyed that Kudermetov has let us down at thirty three to one. Uh, went from five one up against Sinikova, but all in all. All, all brilliant prices in very, very, uh, you know, promising positions. Yeah. So we'll, we'll find out how to get on next week. But uh, we're, not talk, we're not here to talk about the tennis now. We're here to talk about, of course, the European Championships. And uh, the first question I'll ask you, Ronnie, is basically, we think of, uh, well, I suppose, from, not just from the sports betting point of view, but from the actual sporting event point of view, why do you think we should really be looking forward to these European Championships? Yeah, well, I suppose, first of all, with, with the crowds having returned from, we didn't really think it would be the case, maybe two months ago, watching games in February, March, and they were starting to get dull a bit, a few less goals and so on. But, um, you know, the Champions League final, Europa League final, those, those fans at those games, even the FA Cup final, made a nice difference. And, and now we've got 11 different stadiums with different uh, levels of of. Um, of, of different size of crowds going at games even up to Hungary who was having a full capacity in their stadium otherwise you've got 20 to 50% at games I think that'll help and uh, I suppose the second thing as well is that with so many of the 
the top nations who are better than they were, say, at the last Euros five years ago. A lot better, actually, in a lot of cases. Um, that Euros five years ago was won by Portugal. They beat France 1-0. In a, you know, they kind of dogged it out, dogged out the whole tournament, really, there. But um, I think if you look at the market, you know, there's seven teams which are 12 to 1 or less. And I think a lot of those, four or five of those seven, are better than they were at the last couple of tournaments. So hopefully uh, we have a good tournament. Um, we haven't had a really good Euros in a good while, maybe going back to since to Euro 2000. So um, yeah, I'm hopeful that we'll have a, a good few weeks yeah, ahead. Yeah, it certainly does seem quite open. Uh, but of course, um, we'll, we'll talk about our, our 2018 uh, World Cup winners. Uh, France, I mean, obviously, mm. uh, you know, they had... Uh, bounced back from their loss in that final in 2016 so they've been to a European final in 2016 they've won the World Cup in 2018 so what do you think are the chances of France backing up that uh, that uh, World Cup win of 2018 and this Europe, European Champions yeah well if they, if they were to do it they'd have to be a special team it's happened twice uh, in our lifetime where actually France uh, won the Euros after winning World Cup 98 they won Euro 2000 and of course that great Spanish team did it in 2012 they backed up the World Cup win in, in 10 I know they won the Euros in 8 as well so it's happened twice and uh Deschamps actually would be the the first man. He did it as a player. The first man to do it as a manager as well. So they've definitely um they definitely can go down history. I th- I think they they are five to one with most firms, and I think that's fair. I think they have they, they have the best squad there for sure, and they're in the I suppose they're in the group with Germany and Portugal and Hungary. So it's a it's a really good group, our tough group I should say, but good matches ahead there and um. Yeah, would suppose the big one is Benzema come back at the squad. You know, anyone would have said maybe their weaknesses is that they don't have a, a number nine goal scorer like Giroud did fine. You know, we know what he can do, but Benzema come back in is just uh, really. And he's played, really he's played some decent stuff this year as well. He's had a great you know, season, yeah. Um, he's had, I think he's just one of his highest scoring seasons, yeah. He's had a great season. Even the other night there against Wales, he was, you know, coming. I think he's, he's going to, Mbappe is going to play with him kind of thing, and he's. He can set up goals as well as score them, like you know, whereas Drew, you know, you wouldn't rely on him as much for the goals. So I think with um with him coming back into it, they don't seem to have any major injuries uh, at the moment. Um you know, you're looking at midfield, Kante, Pogba, Rabio, and then you've got Griezmann and Bappe and uh, Benzema front, you know. Um really, really strong. And on defence. Yeah, really you've got uh, Varane and uh, Kim Bem of PSG, two centre halves. You got Lucas Hernandez left back, who was who's brilliant he's brilliant center half Munich and then the right back Pavard and Larice and Gold probably you know if, the you take, if, the if there is, if there is weakness, weakness there yeah. you know but there's so much on the bench as well with Dembele Coman Giroud you know Sissoko um, these ads they're, they're they're well they're well stocked um they're and regarding the run up, um, you know, obviously you, you look at that that group mm. with, with Portugal and Germany, and you think, oh, geez, one of them has to go, but then yeah. then all three of them can actually qualify. This is the thing. Well, that's the thing, yeah. So, people... so you've got six, to remind people what it is. It's six groups of four, of four. So you've got uh, six groups of four, twenty four teams. That twenty four just turns into sixteen. So nearly the group stage is about knocking out eight teams rather than the sixteen go through in some ways. You know, so yeah, if you the four of the best six third place teams qualify. So um, in that group you'd fancy all of them to beat Hungary so they'd have three points on the board then anyway and three points could be enough to get you through four definitely would be you know so um, so even it, yeah you'd, you'd imagine that there'd, there'd be at, at least a, they'll all beat Hungary and then there'll at least be another draw between yeah, one or the other two teams exactly and that's enough yeah, and that's enough, enough. Yeah. And, and then and then they can't meet each other really for a while then as well you know so um Yes, played each exactly, other that group. Yeah. So it, it can open up nicely after that. But yeah, the French team the, the French team is um they definitely have the 
I definitely have them as the favourites. Definitely, I. I, I I'm going are you down. going to? Does that, is that does that mean that you're going to be staking a bet on them? I will. I'm staking that they're my main bet, main outright bet. Yeah, as I said, with the strength I have, um, I'm going. I'm having three points in France. They're five to one general. Um, you know, even you know they're they could they could shorten even in the next week or so. I think, but um, yeah, I'd have three points on France at five to one to um to back up the World Cup win. I think they're better than they were three years ago at that World Cup. Uh, I think they're better and, um, and you know Mbappe is a couple of years older he's a better player you have Benzema coming in Kante Pogba and they're you know yeah, they're Kante, prime at the moment Kante the is back playing the sort of football that he was playing a few years ago yeah like, he is know, yeah, like he's, he's got he got in the match in three or four in the last four or five yeah. big games he played like he's just um, been unbelievable yeah um, so uh, and then there's Salad at the, at the back as well you know as they say it's sometimes um Sometimes we can fall into the, the sort of uh, punters can fall into the fallacy of composition, where, mm. where we might look at certain players. Mm. Uh, like I, I did this myself when I tipped up Uruguay. I think at twenty five in the World Cup, I, I, I was looking at the type. You know, oh, they've got Cavani, they've mm. got, they've got the, um, uh, of course Suarez, and they've got Gordon uh, at the back. But I didn't factor into the fact that they had no creativity yeah. in midfield. Yeah. You know, so just because you've got some superstars yeah. in your team doesn't mean that as a whole the team is a great team. But yeah. with France, they're just so strong across the board yeah that it's, it's just uh, and that's and exactly the, it, yeah. yeah and that, that Griezmann and, and, and Pogba creativity and you said about defence like you know the it goes under the radar but you look when Portugal won 16 and when Spain won in 12 they, they barely conceded a goal in the knockout stages you have to you know you have to have that in you as well yeah and exactly yeah I, I think he would can't take playing in front of any defence and Deschamps as manager like you know he's, he's yeah. known for that being quite it's, defensive and it's actually a good thing for them they need to be yeah um, exactly yeah so yeah we're I'm, I'm brilliant stuff. I'm so that French, if yeah. that came true, that would obviously be a fifteen point uh, mm. point win. And it's you know look at the end of the day, I fight one considering how strong they are. Of course, there are other strong teams, and in a knockout competition, you know uh, when you know the likelihood of penalties and you know there's always you have to take that into account. Yeah. But but of course, like five to one yeah. being as strong as they are. Uh, it doesn't look like a bad bet to me at all. Um, before I move on, uh, uh, well, I suppose we just have to take into account we have the odds up here, uh, and it's a long time. It's been. It seems like a very long time since I've seen England as uh, touching on favourites or second favourites in a tournament. Um, mm. There seems to be an awful lot of hype about this England mm. team, and I suppose my question to you, uh, someone who's been following them very closely, uh, uh, do you think this uh, the hype is just justified, and do you think that, that this England team, you know, that 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 those sort of odds are justified on them? Yeah, um, yeah, it's a good question. Um, it's the it's the shortest odds they've been for a tournament since actually 06 remember the 06 World Cup uh, in Germany uh, they were actually second favourites for that tournament the one where they went out to Portugal on penalties uh, Rooney and Ronaldo oh, they were actually second yeah, favourites yeah, yeah. Hype gone into overdrive there but they are I, I think they're 4-1 to one. they were 4-1 to one during the week even 5-1 to one. I think it's a really really sharp price they're definitely it's definitely the best English squad in the last 10 years or so definitely you know what I mean attacking wise for sure definitely yeah. is with you know what Foden and Mount have done at, at a European level with their clubs you know and with you know Ra- you know Rashford could turn up and have a, have a good tournament you've got Kane with you know relentless amount of goals you've got Sancho there they've got so much options but they can't play them all anyway you know but but no you can see that's that's where it's coming from it's coming from their um from the attacking players they have and you can't and to no be fair even like if you look at the, the Champions League final I, I, mm. I felt myself like the, the the players that did shine even for City where I thought yeah. Fulton was actually quite good I know yeah. like some people were saying that that on the day mm. the, the attacking uh, City players mm. sort of um, 
didn't show up but I, I actually was quite impressed with him and he was obviously brilliant in the semi-finals uh, Mount obviously with, a, with the true ball I know you're a big fan of Mount yourself mm. um, my, my question I suppose would be like, where do, you, do you, where do you see the weakness in the team like? yeah well that's why I think 4 or 5 to 1 is far too sharp because I think their weaknesses are are, are, are nearly are too obvious you know um, first of all uh, centre halves Maguire isn't fit I, I, I don't think it doesn't sound like he will be either for the first couple of games so you're you're down to you know Stones and maybe Tyrone Mings, Connor Cody Walker. They, like I wouldn't rate Mings at all for this no, level. Um, no Maguire, way. even if Maguire does come back fit, it takes him time to get properly fit. He could be, you know, you look at Stones or this or he had a good year, but I think Ruben Ruben Dude, Diaz really him, yeah. was so beside him. Was so, yeah, yeah. so I think it's a huge weakness. I think centre midfield is as well. Another one there with Henderson is not fully fit. I think they're uh, skimpy enough numbers wise there. Um, who who do you think will be starting? As uh, Rice will start, and uh, I I probably start Bellingham beside him. Um, I, he's that good. Otherwise, you're it, Calvin Calvin Phillips is there, and um, you know Mount can play a little bit deeper, but they're a little bit um, they're not, you know they've. T- I I I'm not I I question him there yet. I'd question him there on on the ability to keep the ball there, and I just think I I just when they play elite opposition as well over the last couple of years, you know the, the World Cup eighteen they got a lot of praise for reaching semi final, but at, at the end of the day it just opened up for them. Like you know they beat Sweden all right, but they beat Colombia in penalties. They, yeah. they lost to Belgium in that tournament twice. They lost to Croatia in the semi final. Even since then under Southgate, they've lost when they play the best teams. They lost to Holland last year in Nations League. They, I, I just if they win the of group of course the Southgate you, see, you don't rate Southgate as a mm. manager the Southgate mm. factor like um, you know uh, the fact you know the, where does the, the quality of your manager come mm. in, in in a tournament like this uh, of course I know he brought them to the semi-final mm. in the World Cup but again it was you know they had such an easy draw such an like, easy draw yeah. they had Panama in their group like they're just I, I think they're unproven to justify to justify the odds that they're at, and I think the question marks over Henderson and Maguire and sure Pickford as a goalkeeper as well. Like it's another serious potential weakness as well. I just think, and the, but the main thing is Meg. It, I I think they'll come out of group. I do think they'll come out of group if they top their group. They play the team that runners up in the France, Portugal, Germany group. So they've got a last sixteen game against. Um, against one of the best teams and at the moment I wouldn't um, I wouldn't trust them to beat one of the top teams uh, even at Wembley you know so I think they've got they've got a hard road ahead of them um, and four or five to one is just too short you know. that's fair enough uh, I suppose um, well we well Talk us through the other um, the big teams. We got Belgium, Germany, Spain, Portugal, Italy, and I suppose maybe Netherlands. Yeah. Well, have you got anything to say? They're in top seven. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think Bel. I, yeah, I think Belgium should go well. I think yeah, you know, if De Bruyne is um, if De Bruyne is okay, they're definitely you know there's a probably a, a narrative out there that they're they might have might be their last chance or they missed the voting, but I don't think so. I think they're still at a good age and they have the likes of. Um, Tielemans in the side now as well who's had a great season for Leicester yeah. um, they're, st- they're, they're still they are a, they are a very good team um, maybe Vertonghen and Alderweire all at the back maybe not as good as they were but they're, I, I can see why they're third favourites um, Germany and Spain again both they don't look like they're tournament winners to me but they could you know they, they both got real strong midfield still and could um, could could do okay Um I just want to say one thing about Belgium is you could argue that say maybe Hazard isn't quite the player he was yeah. uh, 
and uh, you know as you said a central defence pairing mm. I'd say in some ways you could argue maybe 2018 was maybe their golden chance yeah and maybe so like yeah. I even feel like De Bruyne like I love De Bruyne and what a footballer he is but even in that final before he got injured there's times when he seemed a bit slow to me like mm. it just um, and it was a high paced match now still look I'm not going to read in too much into it but um, is he maybe on the decline I don't know I don't, maybe that's too maybe that's too harsh but um and then again with Germany, uh, look, yeah, no, look, in fairness, as you said, the midfield is good, but but Sané actually played some good stuff uh, this season as well. and it's, you know, it's Yeah, they're probably lacking a real number nine as well, you know, they, true, might, yeah. they might do what Chelsea did and just play Havertz up there, but they got a great midfield with Kimmich, uh, Kimmich um, Gundogan and uh, Cruz there, you know, they have, um, they're playing their, whole, their game, home games as well, like England, they're playing their three games in Munich actually in the group, which is, which is actually... Um, which which is good for them, um, but otherwise not yet. You've got uh, we, we, I suppose Portugal, Italy, and Holland come into that the top seven teams. I suppose on that list, um, Holland would be the ones I'd I I'd least like in that, and I think they're um, no Van Dijk, of course. No Van Dijk, uh, you know Frank de Boer is there as well. A really poor track record, and he's even his results since he came in taking over Kuman are really bad. I saw him get Turkey um, hammered match there a couple of months ago, and I just think. Um, they are in a soft group to probably a soft group so it's hard to get a way of really opposing them but I, I don't see them going um, all the way um, Portugal definitely definitely justify their odds they're, you know with the squad they have the amount of players they have that are playing well for their clubs yeah. uh, I wouldn't turn off anyone off Portugal the one team that interests me in that list is the other one apart from doing France obviously is Italy who are actually 11-1 to 1 with most firms basically everyone except Paddy Power actually having as short as 8s but Italy are 11-1 with most and I think that's that's not a bad bet um, that's not a bad bet at all um, talk me through it with Italy well they, they missed out in the last World Cup and I suppose they have Mancini come in then as manager and they've just gotten a great run kind of a, no, they haven't been playing great teams but they've pissed through the qualifying and even the World Cup quali- matches lately they, I think they're unbeaten in 30 something matches um, they have now you we talk you always talk about the draw for the Grand Slams and the the map ahead. It's not yeah. as easy to do it in in a in a soccer tournament, especially with third place teams coming. But if but there is a good chance that Italy's Italy are on the right side of the draw if there is such a thing. If they can top their group, which is Turkey, Wales and Switzerland, um they could be in a quarter or semi very, very quickly, you know. So they haven't why and why who would they be? Well they, if they top the group they're probably it probably looks like they'd be playing um Ukraine or Austria or maybe Holland even who would be a good that, that you're looking at a second team from that group you know so it's, personnel it's wise though who who yeah. has you know because we are talking about a team mm-hmm. who couldn't make it to the last World Cup and yeah. who were who, who did decline even from the Euros 2016 Ireland beat them you know in the group stages and uh, obviously yeah, they rested well, some players but like yeah. like how have they improved personnel wise in your view, um, in the last few years, it, like not just about it's not, not just, just about Mancini, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's not proved they still have Chiellini and Benucci giving it one more go at the back with Donnarumma behind him in goal. Um, they have um, Devin Midfield, uh, Verratti's and had, had in great form. The one question about him is he's actually injured for the last four weeks, but he's expected to be back fit another week or so. Verratti, yeah. Giorgino and Barella Barella had a great season in Milan, brilliant player. He's the big one in midfield. Yeah, uh, those three midfield. Immobile has had an unbelievable couple of seasons and I suppose we're waiting for him will he actually do it for Italy at a tournament which hasn't happened yet but he'd be probably the central striker with Chiesa who looked very good for Juventus in the Champions League on one side yeah. in Sydney then on the other side um, come back to what you said maybe lacking that 
central centre attacking kind of 10 for creativity yeah but I think they have lots of other little things on under Mancini I, t- I think th- I think they could be very hard to beat yeah uh, I think they could be hard to beat and I just think with the side of the draw they're potentially on I think 11 to 1 is, is worth uh, 1 point I'm going to have 1 point on Italy just straight going to have 1 point straight on Italy 11 to 1 ok good stuff good stuff there um, so like we'll be we talking maybe a little bit about uh, talking through the group stages um, obviously we have is there any group that stands out to you and any, any bet from the group uh, market that stands out to you or maybe yeah, you have a few yeah perfect well uh, just going through the groups we just mentioned that one there Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, Wales very tough group um, Switzerland, Turkey, Wales it's going to be t- Tight there for um, you know they all take points off each other. Turkey Italy is the opening game actually for night. It'd be good to see uh, Turkey have have had good results lately in uh, World Cup qualifying and so on. So um, we'll see what happens there. But no actual group bet on that. Um, the second group is the one we touch on Belgium. There Belgium in with Denmark, Finland, and Russia. Um, there's one team there uh, is Denmark where I'm going to actually have a bet on them. Um, siding with them for the tournament. Uh, I think it was you I mentioned to last month if you look through look at the clubs their players are playing for at the moment it's not surprising to see how good the results are you know they were very good at World Cup 18 just went out on um, went out narrowly um, who took yeah. penalties on uh, Croatia that's uh, right penalties. yeah that's right they were good but since then you know they, they hammered Ireland to go into the playoff for that but since then you know they've Schmeichel and goal they have um, two centre-halves Christensen of Chelsea and Kerr at uh, Milan they have Heiberg and Delaney in the midfield real solid players Eriksen's had a good last few months for Inter Milan yeah um, you know Braid White of Barcelona on one wing as well they are again they're missing a real top number nine probably have a, a guy from Copenhagen up there Wind is his name but he they are they're having good results lately I think they are, a lot of their players are playing for a good team I, I think they'll get out of that group with Belgium exactly yeah and I t- I, I, you right Russia Russia no I wouldn't they had a decent World Cup on home side in the World Cup 18 but no I, I don't think they're any better than they were in that case Denmark, I think Denmark will come out with that and, get, and also Denmark are also playing all their games in Copenhagen which is one of the smaller stadiums but they're hoping to have maybe up to 50% capacity so it should actually be an advantage to them you know yeah. I think it's under 40s and it's not inconceivable that they'd actually could top that group like they could get a re- they could get a result against they Belgium could. you know they so. could yeah they could I, 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 they could um, I'm having that's one of my bets I'm having one point on Denmark there's always some sort of a dark horse to get some, you know Wales in 16 yeah you know um, Czech Republic getting the 96 final uh, I know obviously the obvious one is Greece winning it but I'm not saying they'll win the tournament but I think they could get a run you know yeah and traditionally uh, like Denmark I don't know it's in the psych area but traditionally they have always kind of turned up for the big tournaments anyway you know that they're, yeah. they are you know going back right back down to yeah. Laudrup's time you know the one of them your 92 was the big one yeah, yeah yeah but no I'm having I, I think that there could be there could there could be a, a last four kind of dark horse team so I'm having a one point on them to reach the semis and that's at five to one and that's with Boyles Boyle Sports brilliant stuff great so stuff so five to one um, and so uh, regarding uh, there's another group that stand, stood out to me uh, obviously it's, it's sort of like the group of death uh, for, 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 for Hungary anyway that's for sure Yeah. Uh, but it's group F uh, yeah. you have Portugal, France, Germany and Hungary in there and yeah. have you any thoughts about the, the market on that group? Yeah well the market on the group is in, uh, you know you know, even though France are favourites for the tournament, Germany are actually favourites top the group, which it looked weird when you look at it first, but it's because Germany are playing all their games at home. Um, Germany are playing their three games at home, Hungary play two games at home, so Portugal and Germany and France are always playing away from home, obviously, you know, so that's why Germany are favourites for it. Um, you know, I, I think France are the best team there, Germany, Portugal, it's hard to know who win the games, but I suppose value-wise, 
Portugal are actually seven to two with a lot of firms to top the group. Um, and in a three horse race, you know Portugal. Portugal play hungry first, which is another good thing. As in, they have their three points on the board. You know, after the first round, they will be probably top of the group. Yeah. And I just think seven to two is a little bit. Uh, it's good value for Portugal. That's with Betri six five and a couple other firms. I I think it's um. I think because there's not that much difference between. Can I ask you who's who's going to be playing beside uh, Diaz in, in defence? Uh, Pepe probably uh, still thirty eight year old Pepe. He played well actually for Porto against Juventus and the Pepe or Fonte, but probably Pepe. Um, probably Pepe. Of course, still they did there. win the Euros with Fonte at the back. Yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. No, they back. they are better than one of the Euros. If you look at the, oh, you know, the obvious ones up front where they've got still Ronaldo. Obviously, they've got Jota. Uh, Bruno um, Bernardo Silva they can't all, one of them is not going to probably play you know so. which one do you think now because I was, I was just thinking I was looking at the goal scorer market and there was someone that, that stood out yeah. to me who out of those who do you think will not be starting and Joe Felix is there as well Joe Felix yeah um, well I, I, Felix my heart mightn't get in and they might play Silva um, Bruno mm-hmm. and Jota just behind Ronaldo could get them in that way yeah yeah. Rafael probably isn't is oh, it's the couple of the Wolves guys you know Neves and Moutinho, and Moutinho you know, yeah. decent but you know maybe not as good as the French one or maybe the German one but they've certainly got um, a brilliant attack they've got Cancelo at full back as well who had a great yeah, season course, for City yeah. um, and Diaz you mentioned um, they are they are, they are better than when they won it uh, five years ago and they've got the same manager who's a great man Santos brilliant uh, knockout record um, he's, he's, he's the manager until they get to the final and then uh, Ronaldo usually just over there that's it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, but yeah I, th- I think they're I think they are even though France back I think they're a good bit for that group just because the price 72 is you know, so I'm going to have one point to Portugal yeah, top groups that's fair enough to me yeah, I'd like to, to be honest with you when I was looking uh, I was doing my research obviously I, I have not been absolutely up to me neck in, in the tennis but yeah. when I was doing my research last night Portugal did stand out to me um, although there is there is an aspect of it it sort of reminds me a little bit of my Uruguay good you know some good defence and then yeah. lacking a bit of creativity in the midfield like, but they're good they're so, the Wolves guys are I, I suppose yeah and so, Bruno has that if he plays if he, and Bruno of course yeah of course yeah sure look how could you forget yeah, Bruno like. but yeah so um yeah, so look, if, if, regarding, is there anything else you want to say about the, the group, group groups? Is there any other group well, that stands out there from a betting point of view? Well, come into that, if you it, it, obviously Hungary are obviously the worst team in that group, and even though they're playing their two of their games at home, they're actually missing one of their, one of their best attackers is out of the tournament as well. So I'm actually going to link that up with um, uh, Group E, which has the Spain, Poland, Sweden, Slovakia group, and the weakest team in that group is Slovakia. We saw them play Ireland um Unfortunately, in those in those in the yeah. playoff in the playoff game, which they won in penalties, Ireland were actually the better side, and who were in missing so on. Slovakia are a really poor side. Yeah, the best player. Any, still any time it. you have a team, uh, an international team, who is actually getting outplayed from a football uh, from a football point of view by. Ireland yeah you're usually looking at something that are not very yeah very poor side yeah and again you know with the group it's you know they've got Sweden Spain Poland I think Slovakia and Hungary are uh, um, there's a nice bet there's some great power prices out there lots of them there to look through for, for the Euros and one that I've picked out is um, it's a 50 to 1 double actually 50 to 1 five zero. Slovakia and Hungary to not score in the tournament to, in their tr- they're, play, they're both played three matches um, so Slovakia in that group I mentioned and Hungary in the in the France Germany Port group, both of them to not score is uh, fifty to one uh, with, with with powers and I'm having a half point on that. 
Yeah, well, like, you just have to think about it. Like, it's so not, like, it's not inconceivable at all that they wouldn't score. Like, at 50 to 1, uh, like, Slovakia just are just so poor going forward. Like, and of course, if you yeah. look at who Hungary's, who, who Hungary are up against, yeah. you know, and as, as you said, they'll all be playing, like, when they get to the, um, the final match, it's not like the, any of these teams are going to be up against lads teams are, are going to be resting players necessarily you know um, not in that group anyway yeah not you know, in that in group that, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so yeah 50 to 1 a massive price and it's good you know like I always like I'm a big fan of tipping up these uh, these long shots as well so it's nice to see that you have a few few long shots there anyone else there um, um, regarding that, uh, that was those groups uh, what group have we not uh, we have uh, we obviously have group D which is um, the England group England, Croatia, Czech Republic, Scotland really tough group you know to come second or even third in that group I think I think they'll take points off each other Croatia are probably one team which we haven't mentioned which have on the downhill slope from World Cup and yeah. from Euro 16 we've kind of nearly grown up with Modric's group it's back in Euro yeah, 8 when he made his yeah. name you know they've been brilliant uh, they still have a good midfield with Modric uh, uh, Kovacic and um, and Brozovic Inter Milan but they've got Perisic as well Perisic there yeah Rakitic Mandzukic these guys have retired and they're just but they could still get with a group but I don't see a, a threat going, uh, going 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 past that then the last group we have mentioned Group C which is the one with Holland which Holland it's probably the worst group Holland, Austria, Ukraine and North Macedonia who um, have uh, the great Goran Pandev up front he's, he's 63 next week I think but he's, <laughs> he's still gonna he's still gonna be up there yeah. next week but uh, I was looking for ways of opposing Holland because I don't uh, I said reasons with Van Dijk and Frank de Boer and Jared and so on but it's, it's hard to oppose him properly in that group it's such a poor group but one Jesus bet I do so have in that group one match bet I do have for the first round of matches is actually next um, is in the is on the, the Sunday night uh, Holland are playing Ukraine I think Ukraine are a little bit are a big price at 11 to 2 uh, to win that match just a straight win the match and let's see what happens then after because I couldn't really find a way of opposing Holland in the group so much but I might just go at the 11 to 2 on, on, on Ukraine to surprise them on the first night so I'm going to have one point in Ukraine to beat them at 11 to 2 and just, uh, it just gives a little bit of information about new Ukraine like why would you I know that you're the main reason you're putting this bit on is you're kind of opposing Netherlands. But yeah. like, do you think why do you think Ukraine specifically out of you know, out of all those teams are the ones to to maybe do? Well, I suppose they're playing them. They're playing them. Yeah, well, they're playing them first, and they have. Um, I suppose they had a good. Now the one thing is Holland. They have their games in Amsterdam, right? To be fair, but Ukraine have Shevchenko's in charge. They they won their qualifying group. Uh, they topped it with Portugal actually in it. They have um, the Sinchenko plays midfield, the Man City guy with a. Uh, Malinowski who had a great season Atlanta who were did brilliant in Champions yeah, League and right, so, yeah, yeah. he's a brilliant brilliant player so they, they're strong midfield um, it's just yeah it's just it's just a case of opposing Holland somewhere and I think maybe Ukraine might be um, might pull off something on the on the on the opening night um, I'm not sure what they'll do after that to be honest but um, that is I'm going to have a, a point on that um, and that's that group that's that group gone through as well okay brilliant stuff so uh, I suppose now I'm looking through the player markets and obviously the goal scorer market is, is a very popular market with yeah. punters in general everyone yeah. likes to take a stab at at the at the some you know you've got markets like you know um, top goal scorer but you also have top goal scorer and team to win and all that yeah. stuff but um, which which market regarding the goal scorer market uh, appeals to you uh, in particular 
Yeah, goal score markets, yeah, are really interesting. I suppose the the one I really like is uh, with powers again, it's Wonder Prices, uh, Wonder Power Prices, which has a, a 40 euro max on it, but that's okay because it's a 10 to 1 bet actually. It's for Harry Kane uh, to be England's top scorer, it's for Mbappe to be France's top scorer, and Lukaku to be Belgium's top scorer. So, three big names, obviously. Both, all three players guaranteed to play unless they were arrested for the third group game depending on the situation all three are guaranteed to start Kane will take penalties for England Mbappe is the French penalty taker Lukaku has been taking him when Hazard has been injured Hazard took him before that so I'm not fully sure which of them would take it but there's more chance of Lukaku be on the field I'd say for the full game than Hazard so yeah. uh, Kane, Mbappe, Lukaku to be top scorers for their countries um, so it, you know, it doesn't even matter how far they even got you know Um that's 10 to 1 I'm having 2 points on that no I will say what I say about that is like uh, Kane seems to be a very um, prime candidate for that but like, are you worried at all about Benzema uh, challenging Mbappe in that market yeah he, yeah definitely because Benzema could yeah he would I, I think I think just that what gives Mbappe a little nod is, is the fact he's the penalty taker you know so you're, you're looking at getting with VAR and so on one or two penalties in the tournament and even the way Mbappe wins himself, the way he takes on. And Mbappe is also playing, based on the other night, when they played um, Wales, he played up front with him. He wasn't even on the left. They played, a, yeah. they played, uh, they played together with uh, Griezmann behind him. So they played quite narrow with a kind of a diamond. So the fact that he even played actually centrally, um, I, I could see. Much more likely. Yeah, yeah, much more likely, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. I, I would agree he would be the biggest threat to it out of three. I'd, I'd, you know, you think Kane Lukaku will be... But it's 10-1. Like, it's 10-1. To 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 like, you mm. just look at all those guys. Kane just seems so likely to be the top mm. scorer for England. Yeah. Penalty taker and all that. Uh, and uh, look, there's no striker really that's that's um, uh, challenging Kane in that in, in that scenario. No. Like, might have someone like Sterling that might have a, a day of days or, I don't yeah. know, Foden maybe, I don't know. But, um, and then with the Belgium, yes, I suppose, if Lukaku takes the penalties, he's the, the main man up front playing by himself as well. Playing so yeah, himself, ten to yeah. one seems it does seem like a great price. Yeah, I th- I think overall, I think you know, I think if if people you know want to do um, one player for the, it's it's hard to look past Lukaku. I think we had him for World Cup eighteen. Just the goals he's got in the last couple of years in Italy, and the fact that he's. Uh, He's going to be, you know, he's the focal point of that Belgium team. Who yeah. even if you don't think that if you, if someone thinks they're going, they missed their chance a few years ago. They're still on a decent side of the draw. They're in a good group with Russian, Russia and Finland. You know, two yeah. teams where they and could score. Going to be opportunities to score goals. Yeah, uh, massive opportunities to score goals. So, and um, that's a big part of the day. There, there's right actually down. one. There's one big price. Um, uh, powers one involving Lukaku at the top score, which I have a half point on. Again, go into Powers prices for it. I have a half point on Lukaku being top scorer, France winning the tournament, and actually England getting knocked out in the last 16. So it, it looks like a treble, but it's actually 66 to 1. So it's England get knocked out in the last 16, France to win it, as we've said, and Lukaku would be top scorer, as we said. So I suppose the nugget in it is. <laughs> that's, is I'll tell you, dude, that seems like a 66 to 1 for a reason. <laughs> I don't know. But, why, why, uh, why England to, to get knocked out in the last yeah, 16? Yeah, well, the thing is, in England, if England topped their group, um, would you expect them to they actually just slay Emily they would be playing France, Germany or Portugal in the last 16 they're playing the runners up from that group yes so they, I get you people like even you. though you might think God England go out in the last 16 it's a disastrous tournament well they have to prove yet that they can beat one of the the, the big teams the big, yeah, big teams yeah, and they're going to yeah. play them um, and that's 
that that's the thing. So it's possible. You know, it's possible. It's it's not. You know, it's 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 well possible. So, yeah, I have a half point in that. Otherwise, the goal scorers make. I've only one other bet and a goal scorer one, and it's a little one again. This with Paddy Power, and against a team one where I have um. Uh, we mentioned already Chiro Immobile for Italy uh, to be Italy's top scorer um, he's scored one believe not to go as a couple of years scoring a friendly tonight as well but Immobile to be Italy's top scorer and Morata to be Spain's top scorer so Alvaro Morata is going to be up front uh, for Spain uh, they, um, well he's if he starts well in the first game he will keep his place the only option for them is um, Moreno Villarreal guy who got 30 goals this season Jared Moreno yeah but they have um, they play Lorente and, and Fran Torres the City guy either side of him and if you know Spain's midfielders aren't goal scorers Coke, Busquets Thiago these guys they don't they're not goal yes, scorers yes yes and Morata you know he, he he's hit or miss I know but I I think Morata Immobile double on them to be top scorers for Spain Italy it doesn't matter how far they go is a nice bet with powers and it's a 17 to 2 double I like that one 17 I to I 2 I have to say I like that one the only one that, uh, that, that to me feels a bit ambitious is the England knocked out 16 France win and Lukaku but I'm 66 to 1 it's 66 to 1 yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah but no look they, they look like brilliant bets to me uh, I'll definitely be following you on uh, on those markets as well um, outside of uh, the bets now that seems like how many state that's 11 points staked altogether um, that's a solid amount of points yeah. staked altogether. Just regarding the tournament, um, have you any, you know, take the money, take the betting away from it, have you got any preference regarding who will um, who will win? If, you, if, if, if for, for example, France were knocked out, would, or in Italy were knocked out, and you, none of your outrights are left, who would you prefer to win? Oh, I'd like to see Ronaldo win as a player as well as a manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, fair Portugal, enough, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For Santos as well, the manager, I love him. Of course, yeah, he'd I, be I, big. That's a United yeah. fan, a big Fernando. I wouldn't mind seeing repeat well, of that final, actually. You know, but you're, that'd be nice. Money yeah. we talk, then I want yeah, fans to win. Hundred percent. So. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. So uh, look, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I'm I'm just going to follow your your tips. I I I'm going to have a little punt on Kante, uh, a twenty to one player of the tournament. Yeah. If France are going to win the tournament, yeah. Like to me, he's like he's he's clearly he's a and he's in the, the media as well. It's he's in the media now. He could even it's play average. A, and, and yeah. Yes. He's he, there, there. There seems to be something in the air about Kante. Yeah. All he needs to get that that we're, we finally need to give this guy the credit he deserves. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and and if, if France and France being so good and they go deep as which we expect them yeah. to do I mean of course someone like Mbappe would be the biggest threat but to, to that but the fact that they play Portugal and Germany and they're you know like it might not be just a complete goal spree for Mbappe like yeah. as you say he's the most likely to be the top scorer for France so I just think a, a good run for France is 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 obviously going to be fueled by someone like Kante yeah. and he might at 20 to 1 he might get exactly what he deserves, which is which is the credit that he deserves. So, and also I'm going I'm going four to six, three points and four to six on, on Slovakia to finish bottom of that group, for the exact same Solid reason bench, yeah. you were saying. Like, um, so um, and I know it's not the strongest group in the world. Like, you know, Sweden's in it, uh, but Sweden generally always kind of. To beat those teams, they beat those, those teams. teams yeah. They turn Poland up. They turn well. up the big and Poland. Yeah. Poland, they're a solid side. Uh, Spain as well, isn't it? Spain, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. they, they, Sweden. The likes of Sweden always do kind of turn up for the big tournaments, and they, they beat. As you say, they beat who they're supposed to beat. So, yep, they're my my two extra little tips there. But um, yeah. So folks, just remember, um, we'll probably be back. Do you reckon we'll be back for another podcast? Soon? Yeah. What we're going to do is going to let the, the first two group games play out, and then there's a little break of a day or two. We'll come back in before the third round because the third round match betting is uh, always. 
little bit more potential and uh, be surely one or two groups where a match really matters we might get an angle on corners or cards or something there and see how the tournament is going I'll just wrap up again summarise what we did quickly Smeg yep. three, three points in France outright at 5-1 to one. Um, uh, two points on Kane Mbappe and Lukaku to to be top scorers for the countries at 10 to 1. Um, one point on Italy outright at 11 to 1. One point on Denmark to reach the semis at 5 to 1 with Boyles. Uh, one point on Portugal to top their group at 7 to 2. Um, um, one point double on Immobile and Morata to be top scorers for Italy and Spain at 17 to 2. Um, one point match bet Ukraine to beat Holland at 11 to 2. And then the two. Um, I suppose the, the two big prices a half point on Slovakia and Hungary to be scoreless at 50 to 1 with powers and a half point on that 66 to 1 shot of England getting knocked out in the last 16 France to win the tournament and Lukaku for top scorer so that's it for now Smeg yeah brilliant stuff okay guys remember to um, uh, to like us on YouTube and to retweet us on Twitter you can follow us on Twitter at Mug Podcast um, uh, at Mug Podcast uh, and of course uh, a Mugs Game Podcast is our YouTube channel so make sure you subscribe leave a comment share it with your WhatsApp friends and we'll be back uh, shortly again uh, probably well Wimbledon is coming around the corner uh, too but the next podcast surely will be when we, when we are in the business end of the European Champions thanks again for listening folks and we'll chat to you soon bye bye